Hello. Hello, Mr. Mark. How have you been doing today? Hello? Didn't work? Of course it's working. Hello, Mr. Mark. How have you been doing today? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, we've been doing presentations on a regular basis, and you are educating and providing so much value, and I'm very, very thankful for uh, such opportunity and to, to share with everybody who are interested about anything related to the businesses and improving their skills, right? Because whatever you are providing, that value you're providing is applicable to any human being I can, I can imagine. And I believe it doesn't matter if they are real estate investors, if they are business people, if they, you know, mommy and puppy and, you know, please guys listen to, to Mr. Mark and what we are going to cover today, would you mind just telling more about the topic covered today? Yeah, I appreciate that introduction, Yari, because in the end, that's what I, that's what I really believe. I believe that when, when we take care of the fundamentals in life, we take care of every area of life. So I'm going to be talking about real estate investing today and the responsibility that you need to take for your own results. Having said that, having said that, um, this applies to relationships. This applies to every area of your life. Like you said, business. Um, I, I, I'm, I was talking with a, a millionaire, multimillionaire uh, this morning, and he was talking about how these things apply to him just as much as they apply to everyone else. So yes, absolutely. Um, th th this is a topic that I know will have uh, good implications for your lives. And what we are going to cover today? specifically taking responsibility for your results. So again, lots of skills uh, and you know you need lots of skills. Responsibility is not the only skill you need to learn in real estate or, or, or success in, in any way. Uh, having said that, it's, it's really, really important. And the people who take responsibility for their own results are in control of their own results. That's a big deal. So let's jump it in, simple as that. Sounds good. I'm gonna turn my screen share on. Just for everybody to know that this presentation is record will be recorded and it will be available in audio and video format also, right? Yeah. So do you see this? Not yet. Okay, should come up quickly. Nothing yet, Yark? Perfect. Good. Perfect. All right. So yes, I'm gonna focus on taking responsibility for your own results. Uh, and like I said before, th this, is, this is key, not only to real estate, also to business, also to finances, also to relationships, also to think of an area of life, taking responsibility makes a difference. I'm gonna start off with a quote here. Earl Nightingale said, I don't believe in luck. And if you know me, you've heard this quote before, okay? I don't believe in luck. Luck is when preparedness meets opportunity and opportunity is there all the time. So this is what I want you to do as you as you're listening to this webinar, watching this webinar. What I want you to do is is think about what is your reaction to this statement. What what do you, what emotions come up as you think about the statement or as I read it? If you have a strong negative reaction to these words, this will be a very important lesson to pay attention to. Okay, so pay attention to this webinar if you have a strong negative reaction to this. I'm, I'm going to give an example where luck doesn't, people think luck exists and really it doesn't uh, long term. 
poker is a perfect example. Now, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a poker king. I'm not a, I'm not great at this, this game. Having said that, I, I, I have played a little bit and I'm fascinated by the game because it's psychological. Most people believe poker is about luck. Poker stars play the odds and become fantastic at reading and interacting with people. And this is what happens. These masters win tournament after tournament, not because of their cards, but because of the way they play their cards and the way they interact with other people. Long term, masters at this game, masters at poker, will win money because of their practiced skills, not luck. And, and, and so there, there are movies, right? Lots of I think Maverick was a good movie about this, where it's a movie about um, somebody who gets lucky cards in, in the end, and that's how they win. And that's what people believe. And in the same way, most people believe, in our culture, most people believe that being good in real estate investing, having money, whatever, that it's about luck, because that's the way sometimes it's presented in media. Nothing could be further from the truth. Now, I want to talk about, this is a, this is a graphic image, okay? So I, I'm not, I'm not, presenting this to, to make light of something. I, I'm being serious about this. I'm going to talk about an external locus of control or an internal locus of control. So basically, that, that's psychobabble. That means you feel in control of your life or you feel out of control. Okay. So an external locus of control, when you feel out of control, it means you don't believe it matters what you do. Because no matter what you do, you are this puppet. And other people are controlling you, controlling you and you'll end up failing anyway okay or because fate is always stronger than choice maybe you believe that fate is stronger than choice yeah you have some choice but really it's it's fate uh, that, that makes the biggest difference in your life or maybe you believe um, people in power will always get their way and those like you will always be taken advantage or maybe you believe the economy is in control or maybe you believe that some I don't know government official is in control or your boss is in control or somebody else is in control that's when you when you have that idea you, what you say what you're saying is that what controls my life is outside of me and that is absolutely false what controls your life is inside so let's get into internal locus of control an internal locus of control or feeling in control of your own life means that you believe you make your own luck I'm going to repeat that. Feeling like you're in control in life means that you believe you make your own luck. Now, this doesn't mean that luck doesn't it doesn't exist. Yes, there are odds. And yes, every once in a while, if you've got a 1% odd of something happening, it will happen. Okay? That that can happen. People do will win uh, the lottery or whatever. Having said that, having said that, over a long period of time, your results will never, never be based on luck. They'll always be based on your preparation, okay? So if you don't succeed and you believe you're in control, you know you could have done something different. You could have done something better. I've come off of sales calls. I've come off of, of, of um, negotiations where I've talked with somebody and at the end, I, I, I didn't get what I wanted. And I realized, you know what? If I could have said this one thing differently or if I could have connected with this person or if I could have shown this person how, how this, this product or service really did meet their needs, they would have gone with me instead of somebody else who might not meet their needs. And that's on me. That's my responsibility. Now, here's something that's really cool about feeling like you're in control or having an internal locus of control. Mistakes are okay. When you feel in control, mistakes are okay because you can learn from them 
and do better next time. I'm gonna repeat this whole thing. This is a really important statement. When you're in control, when you have control of your results, mistakes are okay, failure is okay, because you can learn from them and change something in the future. If you're out of control, if you're not in control of what's going on, you're in trouble. Because it means you, you can't do anything differently. No wonder people are depressed. No wonder why people are, are, aren't doing the things they need to, to do. So I want to talk about confidence for a little while. Your confidence in yourself and your abilities is directly related to how much control you have in life. Okay? When you have a great when you have a lot of confidence in your in your in yourself and your abilities, then you will be in more control. All right? In real estate, I'm going to ask a question about real estate investing. In real estate investing, do you believe all the great deals are already taken? Do you believe that? Do you believe that the once in a lifetime deal is never going to happen to you? Or do you believe that maybe even if a good deal did come up, people would probably sell to somebody else before you got there? If that's what you think, if you if you really believe that, then you you really struggle with confidence. You don't feel you have control. And not feeling in control is going to have drastic negative impacts in your life, okay? Specifically with real estate investing. So how about money? Let's talk about money for a second. With money, you learn, maybe you lean more to believing that the, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. And you are poor, so you don't have a chance. Or maybe you believe that you that if you learn what you need to, you can have great business or financial success as well. Okay, you simply need to do what other business or other successful people do. So, which camp do you fall in? Do you fall into the camp where real estate investing, all the good deals are gone, or do you fall into the camp of like, if I do what I need to do on a consistent basis, I will have great deals this year. I will get that joint venture partner, that money partner. I will be able to to uh, work on my business rather than in my business. Or again, with money, do you believe that rich get poor, poor get rich get richer, poor get poorer, and I have no chance because I'm poor? Or do you believe that if you do what you need to do, if you learn what you need to learn, you are going to be successful just as other successful people are? I want you to ask yourself a question right now. The question is, is it more important to grow and change and adapt or is it more important to stay safe? I'm going to repeat this question. I'm repeating a few things here uh, today. Ask yourself right now, is it more important to grow and change and adapt? Or is it more important to stay safe? The way you answer that question, it basically tells me whether, whether you are going to succeed in real estate. It tells me whether you are going to succeed in business. Because if you believe it's, it's more important to stay safe, deep down, I'm not talking about logically. I'm saying like legitimately, what, what do you act on every day? If you believe it's more important to stay safe, guess what? You are not going to be safe in the end. The people who, is, who tries to be the safest in the end is the one who ends up setting themselves up for failure, uh, up, up for the, the big failure at the end, okay? Try to, here's an assignment. Try to find one person who is really successful. I'm talking super successful, that, and, and they're truthfully only lucky. They can attribute all their success to luck. They don't exist. You may find one out of 10,000 people or one out of 100,000 people where luck has played a major role in their development. I was having this conversation with, with somebody um, a little while back, and they said to me, 
well, Mark, what about professional athletes? You've got to be in the right place at the right time to get noticed uh, because everything is, uh, there's so many politics in sports. And I said, that's not true at all. If you prepare, if you do what you need to do as an athlete to get noticed, then when you have the opportunity, you will have the chance to be noticed then. And if you have that opportunity five times, you'll be noticed on some one, one of those opportunities. Okay. In the same way in real estate investing, if you've got if you're prepared, you understand how to negotiate, you understand how to how to meet other people's needs, you understand how to bring them value, then when you meet those people that are ready, they're going to go with you rather than somebody else. Two-thirds of the people who win the lottery are broke within two years. Almost 70% of people who win the lottery are broke within two years. Why is this? They got lucky, right? The reason that is, is that, that the people who win and keep their money are usually people who have a decent understanding of money already and are part of large or, or part of large office pools or whatever, right? They, they often, often the people that do best when they do get lucky are those who have already prepared. The people who have, haven't prepared are the ones who look really unlucky. There, there, was, there was one person who won the lottery and lost it. It's a really famous story of someone, I think they won it three times and lost it three times. You don't want to be that person. And the difference is not luck. The difference is preparedness. So let's go to the next slide here. I want to teach you how to own your own results. So many people don't want to take responsibility because they believe it will imply fault. People believe that, well, if I take responsibility for my results, that means that I did something wrong. Listen, fault and responsibility are two different things. Something might not be your fault, but you still have to take responsibility for it. So let's talk about real estate investing again. The economy could be downtrending or uptrending or stagnant. Uh, somebody, you, you might have money or might you might not have money. And you know what? That might not be your fault that the economy is in a certain place. But it is your responsibility to act in this economy to help yourself. Okay? Fault and responsibility aren't the same thing. Not everything is your fault, but everything is your responsibility. If you hit someone with your car, it may not be your fault, right? It might not be your fault, but it will be your responsibility to take care of it right there. If a tenant moves out without warning you or trashes your property, it isn't completely your fault, but it is your responsibility to deal with it. Listen carefully. The decisions you make will have consequences and you are responsible for those consequences as well. Okay? The decisions you make will have consequences. You are responsible for the consequences as well. Okay? Now you might argue, no, nah, it's the person's responsibility that left the mess. It's the person's responsibility that, that left without warning, the, the midnight moving tenant or whatever. Now this is what I'm going to say. You are completely right and you are completely wrong. I'm going to ask you a question. Who lives a more satisfied life? Is it the person who waits for others to take responsibility and is angry when their neighbor with their neighbors until they do? Or is the person or is it the person who cleans things up and moves on with their life? I I've talked with people who've lived years angry at somebody else or angry at the economy or angry at some, something else in life. My parents were this way or this happened or this happened. Listen to me, you cannot blame other people for where you're at. It might, be, it might be the fault of somebody else in some ways, 
but you have responsibility of what you're going to do with it today. So if you have a mess in your yard, if you are in bad financial situation, if you only have one property or five properties and 10 properties and you want more, if that's your responsibility. Might not be your fault where you're at, but it is your responsibility to take action, okay? Do not be a slave to other people's decisions or, or, or situations and circumstances around you. I want you to realize that you are already making decisions each and every day. Even if you choose to do nothing or, or, or not take action, that the choosing to not take action is a type of action. That is a type of choice, okay? Choosing to, to do nothing is doing nothing. It's, it's active. And it's something that will make a big difference in your life, okay? You cannot escape making a choice. We don't choose, I'm going to try to bring this home again, we don't choose events that have happened in our lives. We don't choose the downtrending economy, or the death of loved ones, or failure of various types, or where we were born and grew up, or our parents, or being punched in the face, or being bullied, or a divorce. Often that's not something that, that we, we thought about and went, this is what I want in life, okay? Now, is there some responsibility in that for you too? Sure, sure, there might be some responsibility in certain things, certain areas there. Having said that, that's what exists. Forget about living in the past and thinking about what's, what's wrong or what's going on. Choose to live in the present and ask yourself, what am I going to do now about it? We do choose what we will do with our circumstances. We do choose what we will do with our, ten, with, our, with our current situation. You are responsible for absolutely everything that happens in your life. Now, here's, here's uh, maybe the biggest question I'm going to ask today. Do you want more control in your life? And listen, I'm not going to, I'm going to allow you to think through this, okay? So I'll ask it again. And I'm going to pause. I want you to think about this seriously. Not tritely. I, most people would say, oh yeah, I do. No, think about this because there's, there's a price, there's a cost to taking, to, to having more control, okay? Do you want more control in your life? If so, if you answered yes, the answer is you need to start taking more responsibility. So let's jump into this, okay? If you don't take responsibility or feel in control about anything in life, what do you do when things go wrong? When people, for those who don't take responsibility, when something goes wrong, now they don't have a lot of choices. Their choices are now limited to things like they can complain and whine or pray for an act of God or luck. That's why people buy lottery tickets. That's why if you are waiting for the next get-rich-quick scheme, that's not real estate investing, by the way. Get rich quick. It's it's about working hard and building a portfolio. Can you do it in a in a in a short amount of time? Yeah, it depends on how much you're willing to work for. But having said that, if you don't believe you're in control or don't feel like you want to take responsibility, your only choices choices are to whine about the government or whine about the economy or whine about real estate or why it doesn't work for everyone or whatever. Okay, or or like I said, pray pray for an act of God know that you will never achieve anything of value if you do not learn responsibility. So here's a question. Are you an employee or are you a creator of real estate investment opportunities? How do you see yourself? How do you view yourself? 
Are you an employee or, or a small business owner? Are you a, a real estate investment opportunity giver, a creator of these opportunities? The person who's a creator of opportunities, business opportunities, must take responsibility to be successful. Now, in order to be, in order to take responsibility, you need to focus on yourself. Forget about what others are doing. Forget about what others are thinking. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you some examples here. Okay, I want you to practice not caring what other people think about you. Now, this is kind of a weird thing. Okay, it's it's an odd thing that I'm suggesting here. I want you to practice not caring what other people think. Now, you can take this to an extreme, and I want you to be careful with this. I don't want you to, I don't know, run around naked in your in your city. You'll get arrested. Okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's not important to be respectful of other people. What I am saying is that if you are if your life is being ruled by other people's decisions and other people's beliefs and other people's um, desires and expectations of you then you're not living with freedom in life. And I know, I know the answer to this next question. Why did you get into real estate? Why are you interested in real estate? It's not because you want less freedom. It's because you want more freedom, right? Practice not caring about what other people think. Here's, here's another way that you could do this. If somebody asks your opinion, give it without being apo apologetic at all. Now, Yerick, I actually, I really, really appreciate and respect Yerick for this way, okay? He speaks frankly. He speaks from his heart. If he thinks something, he'll tell you. And I really respect that about him, okay? A lot of, a lot of North Americans struggle with that. Somebody asks us a question, we're like, oh, what, how are they going to feel? What, what, what are they going to feel about it? Learn to simply give your opinion without being apologetic. Now, again, you don't have to be rude in this. You don't have to say, um, somebody asks you how, how they look, you don't have to say, uh, well, I, I hate your guts. No, that's, that's not a proper answer to that question, okay? But at the same time, listen, if, if somebody asks your opinion, give it. You don't have to be apologetic if they asked for it, right? That's a very difficult thing to say, do. It's also a difficult thing to say no uh, if somebody asks you to do something for them without giving a reason the, or the reason for why you're not doing it, okay? Why did I pick this picture? I've got this arrow pointing in one direction and this 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 goldfish running or swimming in the other direction. Why is this? Because when you start taking responsibility for your actions, you are going to be very different than people around you. Very different. Think about the last time you watched, a, I don't know, an owner of a sports team or a business person or a government official, like a, a, a president or a prime minister or something like that, and they did something wrong. And when they're asked about it, they blame everyone else. <laughs> they blame everyone else, everything else. Well, it was this person's fault and this person did this. How much respect do you have for those people? How much respect do you have for people like that, that have said something like that and you're like, are you kidding me? Everyone knows you did it. Just admit it. Now, how, re how much respect do you have for people who are different, who say, you know what? I did something wrong. I take full responsibility for this. I'm going to change and do something better. Think about this even in your own family. When, when, when you, your kid or your, your spouse or partner or, or family member or friend says, you know what? I messed up. I'm going to change it and get better. When somebody says that to me, I say to myself, I go, wow, this is pers a person that I want to be with. And guess what? Everyone else, when you take responsibility for your actions, is going to say the same thing. They're going to be saying, wow, Yerick, Mark, I want, to be, I want to be with this person because they're different than everyone else. 
Nobody wants to be the same as everyone else. We think we do. We don't want to be the same as everyone else. Okay, so I'm going to give you an odd action step today. And I actually only have one for you, okay? But it's, it's a big concept. And as you start to practice this, it's a very, very um, specific way, uh, practical way you can start learning responsibility in your own life. Are you ready? This is an idea from William James. So William James is uh, one of the first psychiatrists or psychologists in North America. He came from the U.S., uh, very famous. He's, he's called the father of American psychology and in many places, okay? Uh, and he's got a really interesting story. He goes through a lot of different uh, aspects, and, and I'm not going to go into his whole story here, but I'll tell a little bit of it. Basically, William James was a failure at everything. Everything. <laughs> he was a failure at everything. He was having horrible results. His dad wanted him to do this business or this thing, and he, he would try it and then fail at it or drop out or whatever. He always had excuses. He always had reasons, um, but, but he, he kept on failing at things. Now, he came to a point in his life where he decided he was going to, he, he made a choice that he was going to take 100% responsibility for everything that occurred in his life. I'm going to repeat that. William James made a choice to take 100% responsibility for everything that occurred in his life. Now, does that mean that everything was his fault? Or that, that the whole world depended on William James? That nothing else could happen outside of what he was making choices? No, that doesn't mean that. What it does mean is that he was going to take responsibility for it. And because he took responsibility for it, he was able to make changes if he could. Any changes that he could, he would make. What he committed to was he would do everything in his power to change his circumstances. So that doesn't mean changing the economy. What it does mean is changing how much real estate you own and what kind of price you got it for and how it's, how it's, um, uh, how it's financed so that you can make money no matter what the economy does. He became the father of American psychology, became one of the greatest philosophers of North American history. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. You are responsible for everything in your life. You are responsible, not your wife, not your husband, not your kids, not your parents, not the economy, not your finances, not uh, your time. You. You are responsible for what you get out of real estate investing regardless of the circumstances. You don't control what happens to you. You don't. And I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying we're all little gods governing all things, okay? But you do control how you interpret what happens and how you respond. What do I mean by that? You don't control what happens to you, but you do control how you interpret what happens and how you respond. You can control how you interpret what happens to you. Some people, when the economy turns down, they, they in real estate investing, they go, oh no, the economy's going down, I'm hooped. Another investor, a more intelligent investor, a more experienced investor will say, yes, fantastic, the economy's going down, there are gonna be some great deals coming up on the market. That's a different way of interpreting things. And how you respond. So the, the, the market turns down, one way of responding is I need to talk to everyone I know that is, is potentially willing to invest in property because now is the time to do it. So I'm going to call everyone. You call everyone you know in the next two weeks and you talk to everyone. You set up coffee day, uh, coffee meetings with them and you, you, you challenge them. This is the time to invest. Are you willing to invest now? This is where you're going to make your money. 
That's somebody who responds. So you are in control of how you interpret and how you respond. Choosing not to interpret circumstances, again, I said this before, so choosing not to interpret circumstances or not, make a decision, is a response. You're always going to be responding. <clears throat> the question is, how, how are you going to respond? We are always choosing everything that we are faced with, basically. Now, you might have a really strong opinion uh, about this. You might you might be a little bit riled up. You might be a little, you might have a red face and be swearing at Mark right now. Okay, that's fine. Um, communicate with yeah, communicate with me about this, and then we'll 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 help you out in some ways. Okay, here's the action step. Here's the action step. This is what William James did for a year. What he did was every night he would write. He 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 kept a journal. Now you don't have to do it in the same way. Maybe you do this in a video journal though. This would be such a, a great gift to give to somebody else. Um, you, a, a year of you struggling with it, your own responsibility and then giving it to somebody else to say, hey, listen, I struggled with it. Look through a, a few of these, uh, maybe your kid or a grandchild or whatever and see if they can learn from it, okay? What he did was every night he would write in his journal what happened to him and then he asked himself, what could I have done differently? And this is the question. It's not important that you write in a journal or whatever else. You can do what works for you best, and journaling is a good thing. But the most important thing is you ask yourself this question. What happened to me today? And then what could I have done? Not could I have done, what could I have done? There's a very big difference in, the, in these questions. If you ask, could I have done anything else? Then emotionally, your, your mind will say, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm perfect, I'm better than other people because we like to compare ourselves to other people. I couldn't have done anything better. But when you ask yourself, what could I have done? You're assuming that there's an answer to that question that you could have done better in some way. Now listen, and I learned this. I, I love, I've lived in Sweden for a couple of years. I lived in China for eight years. I've traveled around the world. I've been to a lot of different places. I've spoken with a lot of different people groups. I, I speak at events of with people that are 70 and 80 years old, as well as people that are about 10 and 12 years old. Okay, So I've got a wide range of experience of, of connecting with people. And what I've discovered, what I've discovered is that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. There are many, many, many ways to do everything that you do. When I first went to Sweden, my first idea was, man, Swedish people do everything wrong <laughs> because they were doing it different than me. As I, started, as I started to learn more though, I realized, wait a second, the things that these people are doing in Sweden work, they work. And some of them are great ideas. And then I started to realize, wait a second, some of them are better than what we do in, in, in where, where I'm from, okay? That's fantastic when you start to realize that. But realize that there are many ways, that we've got this idiom, right? There are many ways to skin a cat. There are many ways to get results in life. The key is not to find the one perfect thing that worked for one person. That's not the thing. What you need to realize is that there are many ways to grow and many ways to learn. And if something didn't work for you, ask yourself, what could I have done differently? And realize that there, I'm sure that there are probably four or five things you could have done differently. I'm going to tell you a quick story, okay? Um, because this kind of brings it home for me. Uh, a little while back, I arrived late to a webinar. I was, I was on for a live webinar uh, with a couple of friends of mine uh, and business partners, and I was late for it. Now, did I get stuck in traffic? Yes, I did get stuck in traffic. Is that why I was almost late for the webinar? No, it wasn't. 
I could have taken preparation before that by leaving my earlier meeting first. So if I, if I had said in my earlier meeting, I need to go now, and then I left, it wouldn't have mattered if I got stuck in traffic. I would still be there with, with lots of time left. Or I could have planned that meeting at a completely different time or day. Or I could have had it in a different place. I could have had it next door so it was easy to get over to, to my office. I could have done many things to change that situation. Maybe you had a, uh, maybe you have a disagreement with somebody. Maybe a, a deal goes wrong, okay? Maybe you're negotiating something or you're negotiating with something with a tenant and the tenant gets angry with you and you're like, oh, what could I, what else could I have done? If you ask yourself that question, honestly, you'll realize, oh, wait a second, I could have asked them a few other questions about what they're going through right now. I didn't, I was focused on the property and maybe they didn't feel cared about in this situation. So what could I have done differently? Maybe next time I'm gonna give them give them a little gift at Christmas, or I could uh, develop a not not friendship with all your tenants, but but a relationship, sure, a good working business relationship. What could you have done differently? Not even in the moment, but maybe even beforehand. When you start asking yourself this question every single day, every single day, for a year, <laughs> your life will change. William James credits his massive change in success from somebody who was a, a chronic failure to somebody who became a great philosopher and the father of American psychology. <laughs> Someone who went from, from no success to a huge amount of success. He attributes everything to learning this, this lesson. You are responsible for everything in your life. So again, the question, write this down. If you haven't written this down, write this down. What could I have done? that would have changed the outcome? What could I have done to make the outcome better? What could I have done to change my results? Okay, I'm gonna leave you with that. Take the webinar camera off here. Um, anything from you, Eric? What are your thoughts? I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, this is this is something that I find fascinating. My, my kids struggle with this, right? And mm -hmm. people struggle with this in general. It's, it's our lesson, it's our, it's our duty, I think, in many ways, to teach people this and to teach ourselves this. Because when we start doing it, we start to realize, oh, I do have control. I'm not a horrible person. I don't have to, some people think that when they take responsibility, they have to say they're a horrible person. We don't. No. Simply say, hey, listen, what could I have done differently? Now, let's put two more offers on the next deal so I get it or whatever. <laughs> Uh, honestly, Mark, with all the respect, every presentation is what you are doing is, um, you know, like you cannot implement 100% of every presentation. You cannot yeah. implement all the ideas right away, implement into your life, lifestyle. Reason being is you are a human being, you have, a, you know, ups and downs and everything. However, as you mentioned, right, by being, uh, implementing your suggestions on a regular basis as a, as a human being, doesn't matter real estate related or not, will make your life better. That's what I can ensure everybody who is watching and listening that presentation, simple as that. So, and that's my honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I Don't trust you. Them them never doubt it. Be in control, right? Try yeah. to be in the control, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our answer, Mark's and my answer and every team member, which you know quite a lot of them, is more likely being honest with yourself, being honest with everybody surrounding you, right? Simple, right? Yeah. And I, 
on top of it is I'm always saying that, you know, like you have to take an action, you have to be responsible for yourself. And the priority is what? Your family, right? Okay. Yeah. You live, you interact, you do whatever you want to do it is for your family to make them feel safe, comfortable for the retirement guys. And, you know, taking an action is the priority. It doesn't matter small steps or big steps. You jump in the water or you do crazy stuff. It's up to you guys, right? So, Mark, thank you very much for uplifting me on the on this time. After this presentation, I'm again, you know, like energetic and you know how energetic <laughs> i i don't know if i can get more energetic than that but... yeah, you're someone who doesn't struggle with energy that's true <laughs> perfect so mark thank you very much guys do reach out to mr mark on a regular basis if you have any questions don't hesitate doesn't matter if you will listening to this presentation live or recorded podcasts or anywhere else uh, reach out to us, Mark Friends, and what's your website? Um, it's in my name, so markfriends.com. Simple as that. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark, and look, looking forward for interacting and learning in person. And being your friend is, is so much privilege, and I am so glad, and everybody else should be your friend, entire world should be your friend, but, you know, cannot happen, right? So as long as the small circle of influence and friends which are taking an action, don't hesitate to reach out. Have a great one.